0: Reset Rebel, it's the Reset Rebel, it's the Reset Rebel, it's the Reset Rebel coming to you every day. Good morning, welcome back to the Reset Rebel podcast with me, Joe Yule. Happy Valentine's Day. just woke up this morning and left a little face pack by my bathroom mirror and smothered my little dehydrated 41 year old chops in that when I woke up this morning after sort of six weeks of non-stop sunshine I'm here in Goa so I thought it would be a nice little gift to give to myself this morning as a car coming, a van in fact, looks like the 18 van. Um, And I, yeah, put that all over my face and neck and it just felt so beautiful to wake up and do something, um, purely for myself, um, to give myself a little bit of love. Um, not all of us have partners that are by our sides. A lot of us have quite untraditional relationships in this, uh, modern day world with uh, one of us being on the other side of the world as one of my wonderful yoga friends I was just seeing yesterday is really in bits about because obviously her partner is actually in India and she is in Paris and they won't be together which is heartbreaking for her Um, but then I just thought actually there's just so many people. I was chatting to a lady in the village a couple of days ago, um, who's recently widowed. She's really struggling to make ends meet through selling her wares, um, which is like a little fruit stand. Just was going to know how he had a heart attack at 38 and dropped dead and she's got two children. Um, I'm just walking through the village now, actually, my usual morning meditation walk, but I thought it'd be really nice just to record this. Just to say, you know, if you don't have somebody that's actually by your side with you, holding your hand, stroking your face this morning, you can do it for yourself. You know, um, I follow a wonderful man on Instagram called Create the Love, and it just inspires me daily when I read his posts. And I really do believe that the love story starts at home. And I've been saying this recently in my classes. It's, I often tell people in um, class when we move through various different flows and sequences that when we get to the more kind of yin and restorative few poses at the end of classes um, I say find a place that feels like home uh, within that position so maybe it's like a forward bend for example but I always say don't reach for your toes don't push don't force don't go to the place that you normally go to, back off a notch, do it a different way, um, reset, recalibrate the way that you're gonna attempt this position. And I feel like we have that opportunity daily um, to reset the way we love ourselves from the inside and out. Um, And I think that once you set that precedent, I'm not gonna say that you attract that kind of person that you're looking for, but I think if you're loving yourself, um, so much you 're so so happy. you know we love ourselves truly and deeply in wonderful ways like self care, long hot baths, by candlelight with petals thrown in, you know face packs, um, going to the gym, eating well, when we feel good, um, and the more we do those things for ourselves, the higher we vibrate, and the high, you know the higher level of love I guess that we 're giving ourselves and that we look to receive. Um, in our other relationships, so I'm no relationship expert, don't get me wrong, this is not what I'm trying to uh, achieve with this little introduction to this podcast, but um, I do know that when I'm in the best of headspaces and I'm feeling good, um, I'm giving a lot of love to the other people that surround me. and if you just, I think, look at just relationships in general when people aren't being good to each other, kind to each other, it's usually because something's up, it's usually because something's wrong. Ooh. <laughs> it's usually because, um, yeah, someone's not happy for some reason or another. I feel like I'm about to get attacked by some doggies who are, hey, morning. Um, it's usually because there's a little bit of friction or a little bit of pain going on or a little bit of trauma or undealt with kind of argumentativeness or whatever it is, you know, there's always something that's made that person behave like a a dick. Um, and these things are resolvable, um, by coming back to base, um, resetting and having just taught. Oh my God, the nature here. Can you hear that in the background? I just love the morning sounds of this magical part of Goa. Sorry, distracted. Um, but when we come back to base and having taught these two retreats and sort of really sharing that for the last... I never say the word teach because I really have never felt like a teacher in all my days. But what I shared um, on the two retreats that I've just finished is... A lot of ways to refine centre. Um, there's just so many ways that you can do that. But one of my favourite ways um, was the barefoot, silent morning meditation walks that I go on myself every day. Um, even when I'm somewhere where it's just really not ideal to do that. Um, I don't necessarily always get my shoes and socks off when it's minus four when I'm back in Windsor and in my mum in the woods or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, when you have the opportunity to get your little naked feet on the floor and reconnect with the earth and get grounded. I and mean, it sounds like such hippie nonsense, but it's just, it works. If you actually look into the science of it, it's incredible. A yeah, little morning meditation walk, even without taking the shoes off, just to observe, look, oh my God. Okay, about 60 birds in the palm trees just calling to each other. Just to observe the way people wake up, um, for me, is my new favourite thing to do. Uh, I've been doing it, it's not that new, for five, I don't know, maybe five years since I lived in Ibiza. I've been living in Ibiza for seven years and I've always gotten up in the morning straight out bed, being a bit of an exercise, high energy bunny after leaving London. I needed my morning fix. So in London I used to cycle to work every day and do it that way. But since I got to Ibiza I've started taking these I hate to use the word, but magical morning walks. And they are magical, because what you get to do during that process is observe. Observe the way other people come to life in the morning. And the most beautiful thing about India um, is village life. The same in Ibiza. I mean, the locals in San Carlos, for example, you know, the old ladies kind of walking around through the campo, doing a bit of weeding and just doing very simple little chores and I'm just literally seeing a lady walking out in front of me right now with her bucket you know, or the lady, I love the salad lady who walks around with a bucket on her head in the morning this lady's spraying water on the floor to stop the dust from rising when the sun gets hot the floor is wet so the dust can't rise when people walk past or drive past which is the way they protect themselves from the massive amounts of pollution and ingestion of muck and God knows what else they're breathing in over here. There is a lot of dirt in India, but I like this real close proximity that people here live in and this community because... Jesus. All the locals walk around with sticks in the morning because of the dogs. I'm not one of those people, so I always have to breathe deep when that happens because I'm like, please don't bite me! Um, I've not had my injections. Oh God. It's okay. We're going to be fine. We're going to keep walking. It's Valentine's Day. No one gets bitten on the Valentine's Day. Um, and here we are. Now the man. You can probably hear this. Throwing his water. Stopping the dust from rising. Everyone has their morning ritual. Something they do. Good morning. Every single day. That is either a necessity for optimum health. Like wetting the ground so that he doesn't have to breathe all that dust in or like doing their exercise um, and I always say to give to ourselves before we give to others is oh, whew, more packs of dogs it's okay whew. and it's not it's not about being selfish um, a lot of people look upon it that way particularly mothers with small children obviously They wake up early and the first thing you have to do is go and feed them and make sure they're okay, give them a cuddle, stop them crying, obviously. That is a priority. But what I was trying to say by creating a little moment for yourself, um, even just two breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth with the hands on the belly, that is enough before you attend to another's needs in the morning. If you have longer, great, lay out a yoga mat and try and get 20 minutes for yourself or sit down and meditate for five minutes before you get in the shower and before you brush your teeth. Or my new other thing that I've been loving since I've been doing in Goa and encouraging lots of other people is just to just do a bit of creative writing. So just to put pen to paper in the morning before you do anything else and just start writing and just see what comes out of you. And this is just another way just to check... How you're feeling. I think too many of us get up in the morning or our alarm on our phone goes off, um, and then we just get, we just dive in. We dive into those emails and those notifications, which I switched off a long, long time ago. But taking that magic moment for yourself in the morning before your day begins sets the precedent for how you're gonna feel for the rest of the day. But first of all, just to check in and understand how we're feeling, it's just a really amazing thing to do because I just don't think any of us are taught how to deal with our emotions. So if you even take five minutes in the morning to sit and breathe, or sit and write, or take those two nice big grounding earthing breaths into the belly in the morning, you're just giving yourself that opportunity just to notice, even for a nanosecond, what is going on, you know, what is going on in your head? And if you notice chaos, exhaustion, pain, extreme, deep ungroundedness and unseatedness, misery, like you know, then you know what you need to do next to when the next opportunity, when you have to, another five minutes after you've fed the kids, after you've made a coffee, after you've made their breakfast, maybe after you've run them to school, maybe you weren't planning to go to yoga, you didn't think you had time, but you know that you need to. It's <laughs> It's very easy for me to say this. I'm walking an hour along another beautiful magical beach in paradise. And I've been here for quite a while. Of course I have time and space to do these wonderful things for myself. But it being Valentine's Day, I really hope that I get the opportunity to put this out when I get back. Um, due to the Wi-Fi issues, I have been super slack with my podcasting um, since, I, since I got here. And I'd love to be... Oh, do you know what I'm seeing, actually? Wow. So there's rocks in front of me and, um, in Ibiza, everywhere you go, pretty much, there's like little piles of rock on top of each other and I've never seen that in Goa before and right now I'm looking at one pile on top of some rocks and this gorgeous little bear and it just really reminds me of, I don't even know, know if I can say the word home, but it is a place that makes me feel like home and I find home often. Um... I've always felt that about Ibiza, um, and um, yeah, I am missing it massively <laughs> despite being in such a, a magical, magical, magical place. It's, um, it's a place that just makes me very, very happy. I do feel very, very blessed to live there. Um, so, I kind of feel like I've got um, a little bit off the beaten track here with what I was trying to explain Um, but if you can find that that little opportunity there's people sleeping in these huts here I don't want to wake them up, it's very early in the morning, sorry Um, if you can find a place that feels like home within yourself and take that moment um, after you've checked in with how you're feeling to rediscover what's going on and if it's not good I I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning going, woohoo, here we go again. I think a lot of people, including me, um, which is why I started this podcast, which is why I call it the Reset Rebel. It's a rebellious act to say, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I have this opportunity to change the way I'm feeling because feeling is a choice. Feeling is a decision. And I hate it when people say that to me when I'm feeling like shit. Oh, sorry, just walking up some stairs now. Feeling is a decision, and yesterday I felt dreadful actually, the worst I've felt in a while. I do definitely go down a slippery slope sometimes, and I was like, Oh god, all the retreat guests had gone. I'd worked incredibly hard, and I'd done a lot of Ashtanga, which we'll get onto in a bit. <laughs> but it, I wasn't feeling great, I was feeling really, really exhausted, and I went to probably quite a yang yoga class in the morning that I didn't expect to be quite as full on as it was. And I got to the end of it. And I just felt like I couldn't even place one foot in front of the other to take myself to breakfast. I felt, um, I felt ill. Um, I'd really overdone it. And I hadn't done yoga for a couple of days after the retreat ended. Um, so I just pushed myself too hard. And my usual thing that I do when I'm feeling really exhausted, thank you, is, I'm just walking down onto Palalem Beach now, across this gorgeous little wooden bridge. The thing I normally do is I, I binge on food when I'm tired. Not necessarily binge, but I am attracted to things that I don't want to be eating, usually. And I'm also, I'll eat too much of it. Um, I'll overcaffeinate, and that will create this like acidity in my tummy that will cause me hunger pains that aren't real. And then the next thing, I'll start eating heavier foods and foods that will make me feel even worse (laughs) and more tired because they're sugary. And when we go up on sugar, obviously we come crashing down the other side. So in a nutshell, instead of um, allowing myself to go down that rabbit hole um, and do the usual self-destruct, which doesn't feel like a self-destruct in the moment. It's not like I'm binging on 20 packets of crisps and 50 miles bars. I'm just eating things that normally I wouldn't eat. And they make me feel ill because I'm not used to eating bread and cake or chocolate or, you know, whatever it is that I'm going to consume to try and make myself feel better and alleviate the tiredness. So I just drank, I went home and I drank two or three litres of water and I put my feet up um, on some bolsters, on the bed and I binged on podcasts instead um, which as a podcast maker was just like, I, don't, I can't remember the last time I've done that I don't think I've ever really sat there and really laid down and listened to back to back podcast episodes and one of the ones I found was called Awake at Night um, it turns out it's actually made by one of my ex-BBC colleagues and her new production company so I was so overwhelmed actually to hear that little um, note check at the the end of the podcast and the presenter um, and it's basically a podcast about UN refugees and I was blown away, I was absolutely blown away and brought to tears on several occasions listening to these incredible aid workers that go out to Syria um, and serious war zones, you know, and Afghanistan, and places where there are really people who have lost their homes, um, lost their families, lost their loved ones, and it just really made me think again about this concept of home, you know, what it means to different people. There are some people that need to buy a house, get married and have kids, and stay quite close to. The area they were brought up in and there were other people more so these days that you know travel off to other parts of the world and live here there and everywhere, a bit like me um, and I think different people need different things, but the one theme from all of that, particularly for the ones that are off globe trotting, um, is that you just kind of need to find something within that feels like home and something that you can continue to do each day that gives you that sense of being at home in your own body. And I kind of inspired me, I think, listening to those podcasts. I always wanted to be a foreign correspondent when I was about six years old. I wanted to be the next Kate 80 and I did go and worked for CNN directly after uni, but um, I couldn't stand it, actually. I couldn't stand a lot of things about it. It just didn't ring my bell and it felt like too much of a sacrifice of my own freedom really to be in an office getting up at four o'clock in the morning writing scripts for a, a business show that I started out on that I thought I could maybe somehow wheedle my way into more of the news side of things eventually but I just it wasn't working for me for lots of reasons and the corporate life has never been something that I've strived to be part of really I mean I did work at the BBC but it was always on a freelance contract never taken a staff job actually apart from Virgin Radio where I did work for two years as a breakfast news reporter as well but I also think that this lifestyle that we cultivate these days as freelance as someone who constantly is looking for work because that is basically even running yoga retreats even Working as a freelance journalist, even making podcasts for other clients, you know, as an electrician, a plumber, a builder, a sign maker, whatever it is. It's all building your own magic, really, building your own home to create the abundance that you need for the life that you need to live. And I think it's hard work, it's really hard work. And I think this yoga life of kind of globe trotting and being footloose and fancy free looks very um idyllic um and in lots of ways it is don't get me wrong but there are times where you just think oh god i just it is exhausting constantly looking for the next teaching job to constantly looking or you know putting yourself out there something despite this podcast very easy for me to walk down the beach and talk into a telephone i find it quite hard to Yeah, to really put myself out there and I found it harder and harder in recent years I think as I've got older um, I think I don't know, it's due to lots of reasons probably, but self confidence is obviously key and I think again it always comes back to this concept of home, community love, a daily practice, all of those things that you need in your life to keep you balanced Um, and some people need more of certain elements than others, uh, a fixed abode being one. Right now I put all my stuff in storage in Ibiza before I left and I, you know, if I go back to the island um, in the next month or so, I have actually got to look for a house again and I've done that many times in my life. So it's, it's tiring. It's tiring living this kind of life sometimes. It's quite draining on the adrenals. But what I loved when I was having a little moment yesterday um, feeling exhausted and a bit poor me and oh my god i I just can't do this anymore um because i was tired really tired and that's okay and you know that your weakest deepest darkest fears pop up when you're pooped and um it's not a surprise to start to feel into those areas of concern and anxiety But listening to these stories of these refugees and the work that was done by um, two guests in particular and a photographer who lost his legs um, doing a photography project for um, one of these aid agencies and also my favourite writer um, who wrote A Thousand Slendered Sons* and The Kite Runner. I just just really cried. Um, It wouldn't have taken much yesterday (laughs) anyway, but it was just like wow, you know, these people are doing, giving their love, they're leaving their families, they're going over there, they they have no idea what's going to happen. And they do it from a place of love, they do it because they want to give to others. And I just found that the most beautiful thing yesterday, it really blew my little socks off listening to those podcasts. In fact, I completely binged on the Awake at Night one and listened to four episodes. And I just... It just gave me a nice, decent reality check, which I also get daily in, in India. I mean, there's no, no shortage of people and things going on here that just make you realise how ridiculously lucky you are, and how little you need to be happy. And we just think that, you know, we've got our health, you know, health is wealth. And that's the number one thing I'm always grateful for, is the fact that my body that I endlessly, as a woman, criticise, look in the mirror, I'm not happy with it. Some of the photographs have been taken of me here and go around like, crikey, you know, I need to sort that out. But I have a, a perfectly working vessel um, and that is not something as a, as a woman that we appreciate enough. There's always something we're not happy with. And there's always room for improvement in our heads. But I think in our hearts, I think to really, really, really worship this incredible creature that we reside in is like, it's just a gift and it sounds so cheesy and I hate listening to this kind of crap normally but it's, it is amazing that we have all of our faculties and everything in working order because it's not going to be like that forever and if we can't just appreciate it today on Valentine's Day give ourselves all the love take yourself out for the most beautiful breakfast, brunch, lunch, dinner, whatever it is that you're going to do for yourself today on Valentine's Day. Make it something really, really special. Um, because we all are love. You know, We're all connected by that one thing, and that is the one thing we all need. If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling sad or lonely spend the day, even if you have to go to work, just giving to yourself. Go to your favourite coffee shop and buy the coffee you don't normally have, the slightly more indulgent one with the full fat, you know, um, cream in it, or whatever it is, you know. Um, I'm not telling you to go and get really fat, I'm just saying, just do a couple of things for yourself, just little gestures that will really fill you up, and also maybe go and do something for somebody else, something small. Even if it's just a little card to someone, you know, that's single in the office, maybe from someone, you know, whatever, a flower, a compliment. Um, these are the little things that I've been experiencing here in Goa. Everyone is so friendly and so kind and so sweet. And I found it quite moving, really, the whole experience. And I didn't have the best of experiences in India the last time I came here. I was very, very heartbroken. Um, I was dreading coming back because of that. I associated that pain with this place. This has always been my place to come in the winter and feel incredible. And last year I came here and nothing, nothing worked. Um, not gonna lie, like I really seriously didn't have a good time at all. I was here for probably a month and it wasn't until the last week. i started to feel a little bit better, but I kind of needed to go home and sort out my affairs. Couldn't stay a minute longer. So my point being, I'm just feeling, really really lucky and for that reason this podcast is obviously me talking. I don't have a guest for today's edition and I'm sure you're probably uh, bored to tears by now because this is almost 30 minutes of me just rambling but um, I'm going to put a yoga flow class on the end of this podcast um, as a gift to all of you. Um, I can't use my usual yoga beats music which is a tragedy because of the podcasting rights, so I am a member of a um, yeah, a music platform which supplies music that is um, available for the podcasting world uh, and video making world. So I'll be using that music, so it's not gonna be my usual, but I'm gonna do uh, my best in that circumstances for the next 30 minutes just to give you um, a few little tools and a little flow that maybe even if you don't have time to do it today maybe you can schedule to listen to that last 30 minutes again over the weekend um, and get on your mat have a little meditate get a little bit grounded find that little bit of inner strength that maybe you're missing and um, that's my little gift from me to you this Valentine's Day I really hope I can upload this today because um, like I say go with wifi is not uh, the most reliable um, thing in the world but who is you know (laughs) that's another thing I've noticed over here it's uh, yeah very intriguing there's a very real corridor between Ibiza and Goa um, and uh, flakiness is something I think you just find all over the world when you're living a beachy life Um, but I would just say surround yourself as well or make a call to someone today also that you just know is always there for you. Always there, that one unshakable, unbreakable friend or family member that always listens to you, always picks up the phone, always hops over when you're ill and you need something. Call them today, even if it's not someone you're in love with or someone who is a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Bring them up and tell them just how much you love them because that is exactly what I'm gonna be doing. right after I finish this podcast and mix it and um, get on my mat and record um, a little yoga flow. So this isn't the best quality introduction because I've done it on my iPhone. I don't really care if there's wind or hopefully you've got the full experience of the magical sounds of morning goer, um, which I've loved. Yeah, taking you on my little meditation walk with me. It feels special to have shared it. And um, yeah, I'm really wishing you all the love and the opportunity hopefully through this little yoga practice flow to create the love for yourself. So enjoy. Thank you so much as always for listening. It's going to be a big year for the Reset Rebel. We've got some big, big plans um, we're going to be announcing in March. So don't go away. Enjoy. So I've just arrived home and I've just taken a seat on my mat. If you are gonna join us, again just grabbing somewhere comfortable to sit. Doesn't have to be on a mat, it can just be on the floor anywhere of your choosing. So just take a comfortable seat. It doesn't need to be cross-legged, just find a way to sit that feels accessible, comfortable for your body again, just take a few moments to arrive into the space together. So taking a few deep inhales in through the nose. Exhaling out through the mouth. Two more like that. Last one. And as you take your next exhale out through the mouth, just starting to close the eyes, taking the awareness the focus inside. Again, just continuing to breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth, just for five more breaths. And each time you're exhaling, just really allowing yourself to find that sense of connection through the seat bones, earthing, grounding and just beginning to notice which parts of the body are touching the earth so whichever parts of you are connected to the floor beneath you again just noticing how they feel really giving the body weight over to gravity, so really sinking down through the seat bones. As you begin to take your next inhale, just going to rise all the way up to the tip of the crown of the head, finding length, finding strength. As you rise all the way up, begin to exhale again next round of breath out just relaxing the shoulder blades so releasing them allowing them to find a little place for the scapula to rest Again, just starting to send the breath to the top and the back of the chest up and behind the diaphragm so really finding just that little bit of space in between the shoulder blades Dropping a little bit deeper into the breath. Starting to elongate and lengthen the breath. So maybe counting as an aid to four in your mind as you're breathing in and rising up the spine. And exhaling backwards from four down to one as you breathe out. And again, just staying with that for five rounds of breath. Counting to four as you rise up. Back down to one on the exhale. And as you're doing and following these waves of breath, again, just noticing how the body's feeling this morning, this afternoon, whenever you're doing this little practice. Using those breath waves just to do a little body scan. So really noticing any areas of tension, any areas of tightness, maybe just a little area of the body that just needs a little bit of extra love this morning. So wherever that might be, just noticing, acknowledging, observing, and just beginning to send the breath into those areas. Two more breaths here. As you take your fifth round of exhale, again no rush if you're nowhere near it yet, everybody's breath length and rhythm is obviously completely different. Just closing the lips on the fifth exhale and beginning to direct the breath through the nose. So starting to notice the quality of the breath. any shortness of breath, tightness that sometimes comes when we experience anxiety or stress in our lives, we're just starting to lengthen, starting to deepen, starting to open into that prana, that life force, that energy that's endlessly there, endlessly supplying us with what we need to exist maybe for today's practice it being Valentine's Day there's going to be someone that you are going to dedicate this practice to maybe it's going to just be to you your own vessel filling yourself right up maybe it's going to be someone you love someone in your family maybe needs a little bit of extra energy a little bit of extra grounding and focus today so just breathing into visualising that person's face just for the next few rounds of breath And then just starting to notice where you're holding on. Maybe there's somewhere you're still storing a little bit of tension in the body. So maybe you're gripping in the hips or the ankles or the feet. And again, just switching those areas off, really surrendering the body weight over to the earth. And then just starting to place the hands onto the knees if they're not already, taking a little bend in the elbows, maybe placing the palms so that they're cupping the knees. And again, just taking that next round of inhale just to very lightly lift through the heart space, finding that little bit of extra length. And as you exhale this time, just taking the head over to the right shoulder inhaling back to center when you're ready to breathe in exhaling to the left inhaling center and again exhaling to the right one more on either side inhaling to center exhaling left last one before we add on inhaling center and exhaling right so this time you are going to inhale just roll the head forwards, the a chin connecting to the chest very gently and lightly and as you begin to exhale just dropping the head very mindfully back we're starting to make some rotations inhaling forwards exhaling back just making some little baby circles around the head the neck and the shoulders and using the breath just to guide you into this exploration. So really feeling and noticing how the head, the neck and the shoulders are feeling this morning. And just continuing to use the breath as a tool just to work into any areas that maybe just need a little release this morning or whatever time of day you're doing this. And again, maybe the circles very small if everything's feeling a bit tight and stiff or maybe you're going to start to use the upper structure of the body so you're using the shoulders to move a little bit more deeply into this rotation maybe you're going to wind all the way out of the hips and the waist and start to imagine you're sitting on the inside of a barrel So just leaning all the way forwards if that feels good with this movement through the upper structure or keeping it nice and small. Again, taking the option that feels good for you. Again, just a very simple circulation spiral through the body. And just keep going for another five rounds using the music as a little tool just to keep the breath connected to the movement so trying not to move without connecting into the breath rolling forwards on an in or an exhale and just going with your own flow of breath you reach your fifth round of spiral just starting to spiral back to center so again not rushing to come back just taking your time just to re-arrive so unraveling the spine coming back to center refinding again that place where you were at the very beginning inhaling when you arrive there all the way up to the tip of the crown of the head again and again really releasing that breath out through the seat bones finding that sensation of connection earthing grounding and just taking two more breaths here and slowly when you're ready on the next breath in placing the palms together in front of the heart space into anjali mudra and again lightly connecting through the finger pads through the heels of the hands where the heart meridians end and just lightly pushing into the heels of the hand and all 10 finger pads and just finding this little sensation This little moment just to tune in. And when you're ready, just starting to interlace all of the fingers apart from the thumbs, turning the thumbs up to the sky and placing the palms over the heart. So coming into this little mudra just for inner strength. Starting to breathe into the palms. Feeling that breath rising and opening through the heart. So, really feeling that sense of expansion. Again, as you're exhaling, feeling yourself just softening through the heart space. Continuing just to observe that sensation of rising. falling. Two more breaths here. Then on the next inhale, spinning the palms inside out. So the fingers are facing out toward the space in front of you. And just pushing the palms away from you as you exhale fingers still interlaced. As you inhale, start to draw the arms up above the head. The fingers are interlaced. The arms are lengthened. You don't have to have the arms straight. Again, just find this slight length, again, through the upper structure of the body. And then start to make some little circles with the hands up in the air. Wonderful sounds of India. That's we're spiraling here into the shoulders, so just continuing widen the circumference of those circles if that feels good in the shoulders just moving into the spaces that really alleviates any of that tension tightness, soreness and then you don't have to keep the arms up maybe you're going to start to work out through the front space or the sides just spiralling with the arms interlinked in any direction that feels good just getting that movement through the upper structure of the body just taking 20 more seconds just to experience what's going on very passionate about opening the head the neck and the shoulders in my classes just because we spend so much time sitting hunched over at desks or phones or laptops or screens so Just taking 10 more seconds, breathing into the shoulder blades, into that space, the top and the back of the chest. And then slowly making your way back. So the arms are still up in the air, fingers still interlaced, fingertips the inner palms facing up towards the ceiling and then on the next exhale just releasing the fingertips so they come down separately independently and brush down either side of the hips on the bottom of the exhale as you begin to breathe in rising up with the arms all the way back up above the head again until the palms connect the end of the inhale and then exhaling down to the heart space, just into Anjali Mudra. And again, when you're ready to breathe in, rising up, inhaling palms together all the way up to your maximum length, wherever you are. And again, exhale, releasing the fingertips down just to brush the earth again. Two more, inhale, rising, lifting, scooping the air skyward. Palms connecting the inhale exhaling back to the heart space again just taking one final round your own breath your own flow your own rhythm the next time the palms come up to the sky palms together just meeting each other here and then crossing the thumbs and splaying the hands either side into like a butterfly mudra the thumbs are crossed rest of the hands are extended fingertips spread wide and take a really deep breath in as if you were trying to shoot the breath out to the top of the fingertips as you exhale just reach forward with the hands place them down onto the floor in front of you the mat, the earth, wherever you are the office, your bedroom and just come onto what I call piano player's fingers so just staying on the fingertips taking it in as you look up Open the chest, open the heart. And as you exhale, just dropping the head, relaxing the neck, settling into the heart space. And again, try not to go to your maximum length. Again, try and find a place that feels like home. So relaxing into a space where you can release the neck. Again, just taking a few breaths here. Breathing into the hearts. The next inhale, looking up in between the fingertips. As you exhale, start to drag the fingertips just across the floor towards the body. And as you inhale again, lifting up with the arms, the arms are extended above you, palms connected. Again, exhale, fingertips calming down to brush the earth. So, just coming back to our really simple, easy flow. Inhale, lifting, rising up, extending, palms connecting, exhaling down with the palms connected to the heart space. Two more. Inhale, lifting your breath, your movement. Exhaling out to the sides, fingertips, brushing the floor. Last round. Next time the palms rise up again, just holding for a moment, meeting each other. And as you exhale, just slowly turning to your right side. So, releasing the left palm outside the right knee, the right hand behind you, and just coming onto the fingertips. Resist the urge to flatten into the palms. Staying on the fingertips and just taking an inhale as you lift the chest, lift the heart. As you exhale, just spinning over your right shoulder. So gazing over the right shoulder. Pausing here, finding a little twist for the upper structure. One more breath here. Slowly exhaling, returning back to center. Inhale, lifting up the arms together again, connecting the palms. Exhaling back to the heart space. Two more like this. Inhale, rising up. Exhale, fingertips brushing down to the floor. And lifting, rising. Exhale, tracing that wave of breath back to the heart. Again, the next time we lift and rise up with the palms. Again, this time exhaling to your left side. So the right palm on the outside of the left knee. The left hand just slowly reaching behind the body. So staying on the fingertips again, taking an inhale as you lift to center. As you begin to breathe out, just slowly starting to twist and turn over your left shoulder, gazing towards the back wall or wherever you are. Again, just closing the eyes for a moment, breathing here, lifting and rising into the heart space as you inhale. Exhale, lightly twisting. As you breathe out, final breath here. And next inhale, slowly coming back to center again. And just placing the hands back in front of you. So we're just gonna open the fingertips, spread the hands as wide as you can, and just roll over onto the knees. We're coming onto the hands, we're coming onto the knees, making a table top position. And you're spreading the fingertips as wide as you can. So really opening into the fascia of the hands, waking up the hands. And just tuck the toes so that the feet are flat. So the feet pointing out towards the back of the mat, the carpet, wherever. And making sure the knees are hip width apart. And just dropping the head so the gaze comes down towards the mat, or completely relaxing the head and relaxing the neck for a moment. And then just very lightly, just to redistribute the weight, just tilting the pelvis forward. So as you're inhaling, lifting the pelvis forward. And just notice how this kind of brings the weight forward into the fingertips. As you're exhaling, just undulating the pelvis backward. So relaxing the tailbone back towards the back wall. Inhaling, slowly drawing it forwards again. Again, just using my voice as a guide, using your own breath for the actual rhythm of the movement. Again, all of our breath lengths and bodies are completely different. So going with your own flow of breath, just using these verbal cues just to move the body weight backwards and forwards. So the reason for this is we just don't want to dump all of the body weight down into the wrists. So try to keep the weight... Evenly distributed between the fingertips and the heels of the hands now after you've done two or three rounds, just relaxing the pelvis, refinding center so the weight is even over the fingertips, the heels of the hands, and then we're just gonna start to wag the tail, so just making a little movement from side to side again it doesn't have to be like an overexcited puppy dog more just like a a little wiggle through the tail so we're just moving into the lower structure of the spine now so starting to notice how the hips are feeling I do love India there's just never a moment of peace to be had <laughs> continuing just to wave from side to side and then just starting to make some circles so again little circulations through the hips they don't have to be big movements it can just be little explorations Again, I'm really noticing how is the lower structure feeling how is how are the glutes biggest muscle in the body how are the back of the legs the hamstrings the knees feeling the ankles and just starting to send that breath into the back body so breathing in between the shoulder blades and sending that wave all the way down as you continue to the tailbone. And looking for space between the shoulder blades now as you're inhaling. Continuing this spiral through the lower structure. And then really starting to maybe bend the elbows. And shimmy the chest and the heart down to the mat. And then maybe start to snake out through the side body. So finding that little wiggling and opening sensation through the sides snaking around on your mat again no one's watching hopefully see you've got your children with you but so just continuing just to move intuitively with the breath so any direction your body's calling for this morning and this might feel very self-indulgent or a little bit strange but who cares just going with your own little flow of movement exploration again just taking this opportunity just to notice what's going on in the body this morning anything else that's arising as you're moving through this kind of spiraling sensation I'm really maybe getting a little bit more explorative now moving out into the sides moving up and down maybe back to child pose having a little wiggle there maybe even laying the body down so you're laying on your front and just taking some movements there so taking any kind of movements that feel good for you right now moving in any direction just keeping the breath nice and open, nice and even, nice and smooth. <laughs> so, they call this playtime in my class. I always feel like there's not enough playtime that gets to happen off the mat. So, this is just a nice way in the mornings with this little meditation, with this little bit of head neck and shoulder opening and finally a little bit of wiggling if this is all you have time for in the morning still 30 minutes by the time we're going to be finished but if this is all you have time to do just to check in this is enough just to get out of our heads and into our bodies Again, in meditation they often say anything going on above the shoulders is thinking When we drop out of our heads and into our hearts, it's a little bit more like meditating, having less chaos in our minds, or just being aware of what's going on up there is enough. Just having a moment to get away from the madness, the chaos, upstairs, and just drop down. If that's all we've achieved this morning here on Valentine's Day, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to fire this little flow-off from somewhere when I get away from this apartment shortly. Then that's enough for you. So slowly coming back into your tabletop position. Again, wherever you are, just making your way back. So you're on your hands, you're on your knees. And then we're just going to come into some closing cat and cow so as you inhale rising up with the tail the chest and the heart so lifting the chest gazing up or keeping the eyes closed take the option and as you're exhaling really becoming like an angry cat rounding the spine so really drawing the navel towards the spine making a nice big arch reversing Curvature of the spine, and then as you inhale again, opening tail, chest, and heart rising up, heart dropping towards the earth, and again, exhale, rounding back, just taking two more rounds your own breath, your own (laughs) movements. And that is the squeakiest lorry in the world. One more time, inhale, rising, opening. And really focusing as you're lifting the heart and shooting it forwards through our cat and cows, just on whoever you were sending this little flow to this morning. Really seeing that person again in your mind's eye. Sending that. A little bit of love out into the world this morning to somebody else. doesn't matter who it is. And the next time, you come back to center, just sinking into the fingertips, sinking into the heels, sinking into the knees, and then just tucking the toes under. We're just gonna shoot the seat back to the heels. The toes are tucked under, might feel slightly uncomfortable in the feet. Coming back onto the finger pads at the fingertips, piano player's fingers, squeezing the seat back to the heels and extending the arms long along the length of the mat. So coming into the little final cat stretch, again, inhaling all the way up to the pads of the fingers. Exhaling, squeezing the seat back to the heels. So really finding that length through the spine again. Opening the fascia with the feet. Waking the feet up for action. Whatever you've got planned today for Valentine's Day. Dancing, walking. Running around after the family, whatever it is that you're going to be doing. And just taking this moment to really open the network of the foot, the foundation of the feet, the thing we spend all of our day leaning on, relying on, supporting us endlessly and tirelessly. Again, just taking one more exhale as you really drop down through the forehead, relax the fingertips, relax the armpits, relax the forearms untuck the toes and if you have time just spend five final breaths breathing out through this little Balasana child's pose melting into the heart it's never a bad thing just to soften a little bit from wherever we began so that we can re-begin to find that space to find that melting Heart sensation that we give to others, others give to us all day long. I'm gonna leave it there. If you can spend a little bit of time in child pose, be invited, enjoy, and hopefully maybe we'll do this again sometime on the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. A lot of background sounds here in India, not the most peaceful of flows, but um that is the joy of flow. You've just gotta go with whatever's going on around you, whatever we're experiencing and just find that little bit of quietness internally to drop in thank you for listening thank you for flowing happy valentine's day and um, yeah we'll see you next week